Let's read together Judges chapter 4. In this chapter, we have the defeat of the Canaanites by Deborah and Barak. Judges chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. When Ehud was dead, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hetzor. The commander of his army was Sisera, who dwelt in Harosheth, Agoyim. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had 900 chariots of iron. And for 20 years he harshly oppressed the children of Israel. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. And she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Then she sent and called for Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and deploy troops at Mount Tabor? Take with you 10,000 men of the sons of Naphtali and the sons of Zebulun. And against you I will deploy Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude at the river Kishon, and I will deliver him into your hand. And Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. So she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, there will be no glory for you in the journey you are taking, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. He went up with 10,000 men under his command, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, had separated himself from the Kenites and pitched his tent near the terebinth tree at Zaanaim which is beside Kadesh. And they reported to Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Sisera gathered together all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him from Herosheth, Hagoyim, to the river Kishon. Then Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. Has not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. And the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Herosheth Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. However, Sisera had fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, king of Hazor, and the house of Heber the Kenite. And Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my lord, turn aside to me, do not fear. And when he had turned aside with her into the tent, she covered him with a blanket. Then he said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a jug of milk, gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of you and says, is there any man here? You shall say no. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple. And it went into the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary. So he died. And then as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, I will show you the man whom you seek. And when he went into her tent, there lay Sisera dead with a peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger 
against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. All right, let's begin our study of this chapter with some background notes. In Judges chapter 4, we have the third cycle in the book of Judges. After Judge Ehud had died, the children of Israel once again did evil in the sight of the Lord. Verse 1. As a result, in this cycle, the Lord allowed the Canaanites to oppress his people. For 20 hard years, King Jabin and the Canaanites subdued Israel with military might. Jabin had 900 chariots under the command of General Sisera. The chariot was the tank of the ancient world. An army with chariots was far superior, humanly speaking, to an army with only foot soldiers such as Israel. Razor-sharp knives were attached to the chariot wheels to cut down any would-be attackers. Meanwhile, Deborah, a woman of God, was judging Israel at this time. She was not only a wise judge, but she was also a prophetess. And the Lord revealed to her that he would deliver the whole Canaanite army into the hands of the outnumbered and outclassed Israeli army under the command of Barak. But I want you to notice that this good prophetic news came only after Israel had cried out to the Lord. Verse 3. When Deborah communicated this good news to Barak, he reluctantly agreed to go to war, and only if Deborah would go with him for support. Well, Deborah agreed to go, and the Lord gave Israel the victory. Look again at verse 15. And the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera lighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Herosheth, Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. The way the Lord fought for Israel is that he sent a flash flood into the valley of Jezreel where the battle was fought. Now, how do we know this? We learn about this in the Song of Deborah in Judges chapter 5, verse 21. The torrent of Kishon swept them away, that ancient torrent, the torrent of Kishon. Sisera and his 900 chariots were helplessly bogged down in the mud and muck that resulted from the flash flood. Barak and his men pursued the fleeing Canaanites, and not a single soldier escaped, including General Sisera. He was killed when a woman named Jael, who was not a Hebrew apparently, sided with Israel and killed Sisera when he was asleep in her tent. Verse 21, once again. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple. And it went down into the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary, so he died. You know, I always ask my Old Testament survey students if Sisera was killed in the tent or in the temple. <laughs> little humor there, folks. Think it through. So much for background. Let's move now to doctrinal or teaching points from Judges chapter 4. Doctrinal point number one. Satan raises up Jabins and Siseras to defeat God's people. Satan raises up Jabins and Siseras to defeat God's people. Now, where do we see that lesson taught here anyway? Well, you will remember that we said that in the books of Joshua and Judges, the land of Canaan represents the land of spiritual blessing for the Christian in the spiritual picture that the Lord has given to us here. 
Now, Satan likes to keep God's people defeated in this land of blessing, right? So the enemies in the land of Canaan represent Satan and his forces and the tactics he uses to keep us defeated in the Christian life. Now, we don't have to be defeated if we use the principles of victory in spiritual warfare that God has given to us in Scripture. Read Ephesians 6 in this connection. But unfortunately, so often we don't use the means that God has given us. And Satan is able to raise up Jabins and Siseras, as it were, to oppress us and defeat us. You follow the spiritual picture? Now notice that Jabin and Sisera are Canaanites. And Jabin the king reigned in Hetzor, which was a stronghold in the north of Israel. Why, this is the same Hetzor which was conquered under Joshua back in Joshua chapter 11, more than 100 years before this time. In fact, it was a king Jabin who was defeated then, maybe an ancestor to this king Jabin. Now, do you see the spiritual picture here? Enemies that have been defeated can rise again. Many Christians have experienced victory over all kinds of sins but have found that struggles with these same sins come back, and Christians can experience defeat, sometimes more than once. Can you identify with that? The sin of doubt, the sin of bitterness, the sin of uncontrolled anger, the sin of pride, the sin of jealousy, sexual sin, all kinds of sin can come back again and again. The key to victory is to continually practice the biblical principles of victory. We must continue to put on all the spiritual armor of Ephesians 6 because we can be sure that Satan will raise up his Jabins and Siseras to try and defeat God's people. Doctrinal point number two, God raises up Deborahs and Jails to help his people. God raises up Deborahs and Jails to help his people. You know, there were only three prophetesses in the Old Testament. Can you name them? Miriam, Exodus 15. Huldah at the time of Josiah, 2 Kings 22. And here we have in Judges 4, Deborah. Deborah was not only a prophetess, but a judge in Israel, the only woman judge. Now, normally God uses men to be the leaders of his people. That is one of the ways he has designed the distinctive differences between the roles of men and women. This is certainly true in the church, as we see in 1 Timothy chapter 2. But what happens when there are no men to do the job because of lack of moral courage or little faith, as we see here in the days of the judges? God can raise up Deborahs. Deborah was a unique woman for a very special time and place. Deborah was a woman of great faith and ability. God had gifted Deborah with wisdom and insight. Why? To help his people. When Israel cried out to the Lord, Deborah was there and available to be used of God. God raises up Deborahs to help his people. Now what about Jael? Jael and her husband Heber were not Hebrews. Heber, at least, was a Kenite, as we see in verse 17. Apparently, Heber had made a peace pact with Jabin, the king of the Canaanites. But Jael, for whatever reason, maybe she saw the political handwriting on the wall, 
Jael sided with Israel when Sisera sought refuge in her tent, and Jael eliminated Sisera. Jael was used of God to help his people. You know, God can use any person to help his people, believer or unbeliever. Now think of all the non-Christians that God has used in your life to help you. Non-Christian bosses, non-Christian friends, maybe even non-Christian parents. This does not condone all the ungodly activity that these unbelievers may be involved in. But I think you can see the lesson. God raises up Deborah's and Jael's to help his people. Now what about practical application from Judges chapter 4? When we do our part, God does his part. When we do our part, God does his part. Deborah and Barak planned and prepared for battle. They were the underdogs, but they did their part as God had directed. Even reluctant Barak is commended for his faith in Hebrews 11.32. But then God steps in and does his part. He sends the cloudburst because he controls the weather. He has a jail available who just happens to live beside the road of the escaping Sisera. God always does his part when we do our part. Now, are we doing our part? Maybe not. Maybe that's why we're not seeing answers to prayer in our churches and ministries. Are we doing our part? Are we using the gifts and talents that God has given us to the best of our ability, like Deborah? When we do our part, God does his part. 